You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns and those who dig. You dig. All right, Ramblers, let's get rambling. Seminars, next seminar up February 17th through the 19th, then April 14th to the 16th, then June 9th to the 11th. For training camps on the list, Soul Brothers in South Korea are having a squat camp and a deadlift power clean camp on the same day. That's April 9th. And when you buy both, you get $40 off. We also have a press and bench press camp in Long Island on April 1st. And then the following are all squat and deadlift camps with spots available. February 11th in Orlando at Starring Strength Orlando. Then Vegas on March 5th. Queens, New York on March 19th. And Phoenix, Arizona on April 8th. Also look out for camps in Beaverton, Oregon, Omaha, Nebraska, and back to the UK in Bristol. And then finally, our first camp in Guadalajara, Mexico, March 25th. That's a squat and deadlift camp. And almost forgot, we do have a few spots left in Toronto on February 26th. That's a three-lift camp covering the squat, the press, and the deadlift. If you're not part of the Starting Strength Network, then you might be missing out. For a low monthly fee, you get access to exclusive content, a private forum, and more personalized verbal abuse from Rip himself. Check that out at network.startingstrength.com. And as usual, for more information on anything that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. It is time once again for Starting Strength Radio. And so here we are at Starting Strength Radio because we are on time motherfuckers here at Starting Strength Radio. When we say we'll be here, we're here. Sorry, Rusty. All right. I hope, I hope you appreciate that. I really do. Uh, because, you know, this costs us money to, to do this. I don't think I think you think all this shit's free, just because you don't have to pay anything for it. But it costs us money, but to us it's worth it, because you're important to us. Uh, what's happened to your electric bill, Nick? Recently, uh, you noticed any change? Well, it went up, but we used a ton of electricity in what was it December? I guess. Did you? Yeah. Well, I normally use less electricity in the winter, and uh, my bill has doubled out of the house. I'm just waiting on the gym bill to come yeah. in. Makes me wish I had a Tesla. Oh, I know. You'd be all okay. set. You'd be that would all solve set, all your yeah. problems. Everything would be fine if we had a Tesla. Yeah. If everybody was driving an electric vehicle, like these children want us to do. Right. That'd, yep. be, uh, that'd be the best case scenario, wouldn't it? Yep. Make Greta happy. <laughs> Greta's not aging well. Maybe she wouldn't get arrested by you notice that? fake cops. Greta's not... Uh, she's looking more and more autistic as she gets older. She's looking more and more autistic and older and older without going through that cute little girl phase. You know, that's because all the youth has been sucked out of her by her parents, by, by hatred, by her parents and the yes. EU. That's right. <laughs> yes, that's... all the youth and happiness. You know, 
They're it's been ho- just it's been drained from her. They're holding back her endocrine um, hormones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the poor little thing. The poor little thing. Oh, God almighty. All right, we've got all kind of stuff we're going to do today. We're going to talk uh, to uh, you as you call in to the show. This is what we call a live Q&A, even though it's uh, technically not live when you're seeing it. It's live for the people who are calling in today. Uh, and it's live for and, us. And it's live for <laughs> us, so as far as we're concerned, it's live. Now, there's another there, – and, and somebody's going to say, well, there's another sign of Ripito's contempt for the – for the run of 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 the mill human race right and i guess you could say that that's probably true should we give the phone okay. number so we've got uh do what let's give the phone number to call in 1-855-490-0125 get yourself in line get yourself in line <clears throat> right now give that again 1-855-490-0125 zero one I think it spells one eight five five strength, but I'm not a positive. <laughs> so that 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 rotate that number doesn't rotate every time. Always we the use same. This. Always the yeah, same. Yeah, memorize it. Put Write it, it down. Put it on your put fridge. Put it in your speed speed dial. Get that. Get it under that little magnet on your fridge. Yeah. Do people still do that? Yeah, well, sure I do. do. So do. yeah. So yeah, of course. I figure of they course. just put it in their phone. Yeah, everybody puts it in their phone. Mm. You know what? What if you lose your phone? Mm. You're not going to lose your fridge. No. But if right. Apple turns nobody off loses phone. a fucking fridge, <laughs> battery runs out. You know, battery runs out on your phone. ATF oh. takes your phone. You know, yeah. ATF raids. FBI brings twenty agents. Yeah, beats the door down. We had phone. we had Iowa Park PD draw guns on. Well, mostly Kathy and my children. Wait, wait really? What? What? Yeah, <clears throat> we're, we're leaving jujitsu. About eight thirty at night, and there was a shooting in Iowa Park somewhere uh, in yeah. the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, yeah, and uh, we're getting out, just minding our own business. We're there's nobody on the street except us, and I see a I see an explorer. I thought it was my dad or something because he's got got a white explorer, and the lights are on and no, nothing's happening. So I drive kind of drive over and I look and there's seventeen dollar an hour Iowa Park PD guy with a gun drawn, asking questions, and then I see another one pull pointing up. at you. No, at, at Kathy's car. He did. He wasn't pointing it at them, but the guns were up. And then, and then another guy is rolling up with an AR-15, starting to point it at the gun, to, at the car too. Like, what the? F-? And there was eight cops by the time this was all said and done. Iowa Park has eight cops. They were all there. Every single one was there. They got some people out of bed, didn't they? Yeah, man. And uh, God, I mean, they apo- they all wanted in on the action. They sure did. They apologized yeah. and shit, but it's like oh, it's stupid. Fuck, fuck your apologize. You don't want these guys <laughs> pointing guns at you. Well, it's Iowa Park, yeah, you know. And I've yes. told you before oh. about Iowa Park. And those of you that are not familiar with this area don't really understand about Iowa Park. <laughs> it. If you want to move to Iowa Park, there is an intelligence test that you must fail <laughs> before you're allowed to buy or rent property in Iowa Park. Nick is a little bit outside the city limits. Rusty lives in Iowa Park. I'm right smack dab in it. You're right smack dab in it. So how'd you manage to fail the test? You sandbag it or what? You just sandbagged it. I just sandbagged it. it. I just went bees all down the... the- <laughs> All right. The scanner. <laughs> <laughs> Which was weird is I almost passed it. 
Or failed it, however you want to look at however it. However you want to look at it. However you want to look at it. Okay. Well, uh, that having been said, uh, what are you going to do now? I know. Let's visit our comments, comments. From, from, from the haters. The haters. This is a great batch this week. <coughs> I don't know. Bree, when you read these things. I don't read them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not surprising. Now that I think of it, that's. Can't wait till she's fine. That's not surprising. All right. All right. So uh, let's see. Doug Lowry, an individual by the name of Doug Lowry. The trap bar is completely useless with Mark Ripto. Trap bar paying dividends. Now, this is the only one this week from trap bar time. All right. This is so hypocritical. <laughs> God damn, we've disappointed Doug, haven't we? <laughs> I thought all that mattered was getting strong, not getting better at deadlifting or performing in power lifting meets. If you get stronger at a trap bar deadlift, then you're getting stronger. Who the hell cares if it's a technical deadlift? Well, like, if you get stronger at a quarter squat, you're getting stronger, right? My clients care. Right. How about if you get stronger on the peck deck machine, Dougie boy? (laughs) Man, I really am glad we put that trap bar deadlift thing up, because that's it's, it really is, man. That's just a little – it was a little 15-minute investment yeah. in time. And it has generated untold numbers of enjoyable comments to the haters. While editing the 200th episode, every single episode, maybe every now and then, but the vast majority of hater comments, we always have at least one trap bar. Oh, there's there. always two or three. Uh-huh. This, is, this is unusual in that there's only one this time. Yeah. <clears throat> There's always two or three of these things. I mean, that thing really does piss people off for some bizarre yeah. reason that I have yet to understand. It's universally loved. You know? Very weird. I mean, it, how 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 weird that... I don't get mad when people say bad things about you, barbells. You know? <laughs> I, Do you? Know, you? I, here we are, a barbell strength training program, and it surprises these people that we don't like the fucking trap bar. <laughs> Do they think that you know we ought to have a trap bar squat or something like that, or trap bar bench? Or I, I really don't understand it. All right, uh, now here is one. Hold it. Wait. Something else. Something reminded me of this. Uh, one individual by the name of Yvonne Yvonne says, "This is quick." putting your plates on the wrong on the bar the wrong way and uh yvonne i'm assuming that's a female possibly not possibly i've misgendered Yvonne. Yep. uh says okay princess you gonna be okay now <laughs> sweetheart i'll be okay once i see your tits <coughs> and not until all right Unless Yvonne's a man. Unless it's a I've misgendered Yvonne right. and it's a and it's a you know, hairy guy of some sort. 
All right. I might as well get this page over with here. Uh, M says, Rip's face is like, looks like an old weathered hemorrhoid. <laughs> that's low effort, but, but that's funny. That's pretty good. That's, that's funny. That's fun. low effort, but funny. That's fine if you're 11, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do 11-year-olds know what hemorrhoids are? Some of them might, I guess. Yeah, I it think depends so. on their parents. I think so, yeah. Eleven-year-olds right. don't get hemorrhoids. If Dad has hemorrhoids, the kids probably know about it. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> One way or another, they do. All right, all right. Abs S says, "This is just recently too." He said, "This his head. This is regarding learning to squat, the starting strength method. This good video that we just put up, right?" No, no, no. That's the old one. This is the old one. That's the that's the uh, <clears throat> that's the five-minute instructional on the squat. Oh, five-minute instructional. <clears throat> Right. Well, whose picture is this on this? Is that Aaron? Possibly. Amanda, Amanda Shepard, maybe. Yeah, I think it's Amanda Shepard. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't remember that video, but uh, I'm just was thinking of the new one. It's called Hip Drive. The new one's called. Oh, Hip the Drive. new one's called Hip Drive. Not learning to squat. Right. All right. This uh, this individual says uh, his head shouldn't have been facing down. Any amount of weight, W-A-I-T, yeah. would break is, I-S, neck, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> what a fucking Muppet. This video is incredibly dangerous and wrong. Here's the best part. You spelled dangerous right? Yeah. And incredibly right? Yes. That's impressive. And wrong was spelled correctly, too. Yeah. But then he spelled weight wrong. But then he said... Spell check made it sure. I will get this banned. <laughs> That's great. Well, who's this Elon Musk <laughs> riding under a goddamn pseudonym here? Or what? That's a good one. Oh, my God. That's a real good one. Would it be funny I, if he I, I like that one. <laughs> what if he did? That'd be awesome. <laughs> right. All right. One, Crockett Coulter says this is in response to rip responds to confused youtube strength coaches and i don't remember that clip did you guys ever figure out what the hell that was about yeah we talked about it we did yeah how come i don't remember that <laughs> said it was how long ago did we talk about it like five ten minutes, ten minutes ago? ago well let's explain to you. <laughs> all right talk talking about dumb fucks and fucks is spelled F-U, a, post, a, a, a parentheses, K-S. How about the way these guys belittle people? Mm. Oh, was he scared to type fuck? Like, yeah. he's So he just know. substituted the U and it's, it's all good. It's fine. No, he, he said F-U. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh uh, got it. Parentheses. Right. Instead yep. of C. Okay. K S. Interesting. How about the way these guys belittle people? Have you guys ever heard that you get back what you give? That guy's eight. Like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> He's eight years old. Like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah. She she gets back what she gives. <laughs> this is a this is one naive little boy. Here, right? <laughs> We have enough BS 
without you adding to it. Of course, people have been dumbed down. That is the way of things. It does not help when you make it worse. If you don't like teaching people, maybe you should find another line of work. Well, Crockett, fuck you. (laughs) You little turd. You rotten little inexperienced fuck. You stupid, stupid motherfucker. Getting all that Notice back. what I'm doing here. I'm belittling him. Belittling it. And Just you're to demonstrate that he's right. And he ought to be. He ought to welcome that. Because yeah, it's all coming back. Because it's, you know, all coming back to him. But more important than that, it demonstrates that he was correct. Yeah. Which is what the haters value more than anything else on earth, is them being correct. All right, well, enough of that shit. Most disorganized YouTube on starting strength I've seen, sorry. What? I I, I just read it like it's typed. All right. Uh, this is uh, apparently Ray did a thing, how to do the starting strength novice linear progression. See, that's on the starting strength gems podcast. That's not even a relevant hater thing for us. But since Bree doesn't read these, that's she why couldn't be expected to notice that. Yeah. See? <clears throat> Most disorganized YouTube on starting strength I've seen. Sorry. Hmm. No period. Just sorry. Well, and I don't know what he's talking about since I, I don't remember the clip. So, All right. Here's another uh, uh, shitty comment on the learning to squat starting strength method thing that squat doesn't look good at all <laughs> his hips shoot up first while the back lags behind so it looks like he does a small good, good morning, morning at the end yes. of each rep well i've never heard that before yeah, there it is now there's an interesting novel criticism you know yeah uh maybe we ought to rethink this yeah, revisit Revisit, Revisit that. Yeah. Circle back. Yeah. Jump on a call with each other. <laughs> right? And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, get uh, this hater validated because that's why we are here. Right? Now, all of that shit is over with. And that concludes this week's installment. I think it's an installment now. Yes. Not an episode. Right. An installment. Episode's the whole damn show. That's right. Right? Yeah. So this is an installment of comments, comments. From, from the haters. Okay. Good stuff. All right. What next, Rip? Uh... We've had a Jew on hold for 14 minutes. Well, it's not a good deal. Not well, let's deal. ask him a question. All right. <clears throat> and this will be this week's installment of... It's an installment. Installment. That's right. right. Of Ask a Jew. Put Shabbat shalom. <laughs> Did you say something before I plugged my ear in? Uh. I was just greeting you in uh, our traditional way of Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.
Mm-hmm. I don't want to actually. That doesn't even sound German. Shabbat, 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 shalom. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's real weird, right? I can go if you want. Well, uh, <laughs> what does the word Shabbat mean? Since we're asking a Jew. Uh, Shabbat, uh, or as the Ashkenazis call it, Shabbat. Shabbat. Yeah, it means Sabbath. Sabbath. And Shalom so, means hi or something like that. And we have it on Friday. And yeah, shalom means, uh, it's quite a multi-purpose word. It means peace, it means hello, and it means goodbye. You know, it's kind of like shit, you know? If you'll think about it, shit is one of the more multi-purpose words in the English language, isn't it? It can mean all kinds of different things. Yep. You know? I'm glad uh, that we invented the word shit in the same sense that... Uh, Ray is no doubt glad that the the Jewish people invented shalom, <laughs> right? So uh, you're not making any other correlations between the two words, though. I hope. Oh no, that not. would be sacrilegious. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, or, or and, and blasphemy. One of the two. I can't remember. What's the difference between sacrilege and blasphemy? That's a good question for a Jew. What's, that sounds like some Christian shit. I don't know. <laughs> that's theology. I'm sure somebody knows that. Not me. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, uh, we had uh, we had thought uh, Ray and I had a conversation yesterday about just exactly what kind of question we were going to ask Ray today because uh, I didn't want to just drop something weird in his lap, you know, like uh, like asking him about the circumcision thing. That'd be kind of you know abrupt i was hoping that's what we're going to talk about you want to talk about no we're not going to talk about that this time we're going to we're going to we're going to wait on that okay (laughs) all right we're going to table it go to table it put a pin in it for another another discussion because you'll have to admit that would be a pretty juicy uh (laughs) little topic of discussion but not for today we're we're just getting into these jewish questions and we want yeah you gotta warm we're gonna we're gonna have to warm up to that i think don't you think so what is it we decided we were going to talk about today right i think you were going to ask me why there's so few of us well that's a that yeah i we did talk about that uh but if See, here's the problem. It, it, in Worldwide, yeah, there aren't very many of you. And that's because, uh, you know, everybody hates you and they've stomped you out of existence. All right? But if you, you've been exterminated everywhere you've been. And, uh, but if you look at, for example, Hollywood or New York City or uh, the financial sector, it doesn't appear as though there are in fact not many of you it appears as though uh you guys run the whole damn thing you know and that's that's been the accusation of a lot of people for a long time so uh worldwide so the the total number of jews and we're talking about the ashkenazi jews right we're not talking about uh people in africa we're talking not the sephardim we're talking about the ashkenazi jews we actually there aren't that many are there so why is that no well yeah the first point is one you already made which is kind of obvious for some reason 
people don't seem to like us throughout history. So <laughs> they've attempted to wipe us off the map a few times, but uh, fuck you guys. We're more clever than you are, so keep trying. Well, I mean, that um, has to be conceded, you know. <laughs> the, the second reason is because, I don't know if you guys are aware of this as goys, but we are, in fact, the chosen people. So No, we weren't aware of that, and that's yeah. why we're talking today. So <laughs> we, are, we are the chosen people. God selected us right. as the chosen people. Right. So yep. does that mean you get an automatic pass? Get out of jail for yeah, you. Yeah, you get an automatic pass. So like you can like but murder somebody, and God's like, eh, you're Jewish. It's cool. Yeah, but that didn't work in the 40s, did it? Oh, I'm... I'm asking, yeah. like, I'm talking about a pass to heaven. Well, oh, oh, you're talking about the supernatural yeah, shit. Yeah. Okay. All right, go ahead. You know, I studied Judaism and the Talmud and the Torah for years and years and years, and I'm actually not even clear on our position on on heaven, so I'll, I'll just avoid that question. <laughs> All right. But, uh, well, that's, that's, a, that's a damned <laughs> honest thing yeah. for you to say. <laughs> You know, <laughs> which is unusual for my people, but I'll. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll as well as I can. Um, in, in fact, all right. So the, and that's why we hate you. That we are... <laughs> oh, oh, not everybody <laughs> hates you. Okay, I, for example, don't really care. You know, I grew up in North yeah. Texas, and I think in the entire period of time from when I was born until I was about oh fifty years old, I probably met three Jews in my whole entire life. There just aren't any of them around here. So I didn't I wasn't and raised with any uh with any with any preconceived notion or prejudice or anything like that. They were just, you know, I heard about them on TV and that's that's the only exposure I'd ever had to them. The uh, uh my my exposure to Jewish people was was limited. And so I didn't have any uh I didn't have any preconceived uh ideas about you know the the whole situation but uh i became aware of the fact you know at 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 some point that a lot of people did have a preconceived uh idea yep. about jewish people and uh uh but back to the original question there aren't many of you, really, honest to God. I think there's like five Jewish families in Wichita Falls. You know, yep. there is one synagogue well, here, and nobody even knows where it is. It's about three blocks from the gym. We, Did you know that? No. Didn't know that. It's about three blocks from the gym. Nobody that. knows it's there. And uh, it's just, you know, there just aren't that many Jewish people in North Texas. And that's probably true of most of the country. Now, there's a sizable Jewish community in, in Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston. There are probably eight of them in Amarillo, maybe nine. Uh, but they're, they're, they're not, uh, there's not a lot of Jewish people. And uh, is it one of the reasons for that, Ray, the, the way you define Jew. What is a Jewish person? Boy, this is tough. Uh, let, let me, let, that's, a, that's a great question. Let me, let me first um, explain why there aren't many of us, and then I'll explain what a Jew is. All right. Um, now that you understand that we're the chosen people, right. your question is sort of like, ask, how come there aren't more maybe seals? 
Uh, you know, uh, now, now, granted, you know that's, that's, a, that's a damn good way to think about it. That's good. That's I good. hadn't I thought like about that. that. I, like I mean, <laughs> there's only one God, and he's only chosen so many. So there aren't that many, right? So take it up with him, right? You yeah. don't think there's enough Jews? The Talk to God about it. <laughs> <laughs> so if we are uh, God's elite force, right? you can imagine why we delimited the well, yeah, I mean, not everybody can be elite. That's certainly true. God's elite force. And, hey, you, you motherfuckers are laughing, uh, and that's because we're not the most physically imposing people, but you've also just admitted that we basically run the world. So, that's right. no. Well, I, that, that also can't be argued. I mean, that's kind of one of the complaints. I think, but I wonder, I wonder really, the, is that a reason to complain? I wonder if the fucking Nazis knew they were God's elite force. They didn't. Uh, they didn't. They didn't act that way. Did they? <laughs> if they appreciated that, they disregarded those instructions. Man, wow! So we have no recruiting strategy, right? There's no such thing as an evangelical Jew. Um, yeah, that's and I respect is, that though. I respect the hell out of that. That's that's yeah. good. I get kind of tired of the Jehovah's yep. Witnesses, you know, knocking on my and in door. Fact, um, it's kind of like wanting to become an SSC. You go right. to Rabbi Ripto, and you you apply, and then he fails your ass on the platform. Right. And if you're like Andrew after Willis, having told you, you he know, was going to do it. <laughs> yeah. You fail, if you if you take three no's, then we're like, all right, cool. So you're dedicated. Now let's uh, perform surgery on your cock to see how dedicated you are. <laughs> and if they're down for that. I'm sure that weeds a few out. <laughs> yeah, that, that plus you also want 10 percent of your income uh, in perpetuity. Oh yeah, so it's kind of like a franchise. Oh, all right. Well, it's, you know, these are good points. These are all good oh. points. You know, here I thought. So that, what know, is the I thought the I thought the uh, Jew uh, segment was going to be very. Um, I don't know insensitive and stuff but i'm enjoying the hell out no, of this it. great no i think that, i think we've had nothing but compliments on this yeah and a lot of that goes uh <clears throat> to uh uh the fact that ray is so good at answering these questions and uh we you know we we'll, we have new questions every week maybe we ought to ask the listening public our audience here for questions for ask a jew what do you think? You think we're opening up a uh, Pandora's box of hate when we do that? Of course. Or do you okay. think? Well, we will, but we, right. we're capable of sorting through that. <clears throat> it won't bother me. And, uh, <laughs> I don't and think we don't bother Ray either. If they're hateful and shit, we won't read them. We'll just throw those you know, Bree won't read down them there either, like right. we do yeah. the haters. And, uh, and then we'll have fresh new perspectives on asking Jews. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, we talked to Ina a couple of weeks ago, and, uh, you know, maybe if you'd like to <laughs> – I'm really about to fuck this up. If if you'd like to be a Jew that we ask a question of, oh God, let us know. you got to have a sense of humor. Yeah. Well, you know, I think most Jews have a sense of humor. Yeah, they got it. They have to. Right. Got to. I've, I've received zero angry emails about mocking my people and that's because we don't get any special privileges if you notice the asians and the jews don't get any rights with this whole uh 
what this postmodernism this de- you know, this diversity equity or, inclusion ratchet yeah i know i know i've, I've noticed that uh, <laughs> i mean even though you're not white I mean, you you're still excluded from diversity, equity, and inclusion. <laughs> I still right? feel like Rip is the only one on that. <laughs> no, I mean, there's lots of Jews that regard themselves as not white, even though they're Ashkenazi white people. They, But the sure. fact that they believe all this weird shit makes them not white. For Changes their color. <laughs> right? Or ethnically Jewish. See, they're ethnically Jewish. They're not white people. They're ethnically Jewish. So, uh, and uh, I'm sure many people might accuse me of being a white supremacist, but I would just like to argue that uh, why? Because you're tall. Never happened. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm tall, and you know, I say things about uh, white. about race and ethnicity, and that's in 2023. That's white supremacy. Well, that's true. Everything is white supremacy in 2023 because that's easier than actually having a. a a conversation about anything if you acknowledge the differences of different groups of people then you're a white, then you're a white supremacist you're a white supremacist but not only that you're a white nationalist i never really have figured out what a white nationalist is but it's some version of white supremacy i'm sure but uh, as long as it sounds scary yeah um but i owe you an answer on your what what is the jew question so all right yeah that's, to that's belief, the last thing we'll wrap this up because everybody's getting real, real, real okay. tired of this already. All right, go ahead. Contrary to popular belief, a, a Jew is a human mammal. Mm-hmm. Um, right. We are known for our wit, right. our intellect, our neuroticism, right. our uh, penchant for argumentation. Right. Um, so far, I'm a not Jew. known for... I mean, so technically, you would make a wonderful Jew because you're a teacher, right? Um, and rabbi means teacher. So I've, I've I've thought quite a bit about what Rabbi Rippetoe would be like in a synagogue, and I think I think it'd be a natural fit. I just don't think you want to deal with our nonsense. So why am I? No, you're not getting to the point. Why am I not a Jew? Because God did not choose you. Because my, no, even I know better than that. Because my mother was not a Jew. Correct, because God did not choose her mother. Right, because God didn't choose. See, it's like pulling teeth to get questions answered by Jews, right? It's like pulling fucking teeth. So it's, it's a matriarchal deal, isn't it? It is. It's, it's pretty hilarious, actually. In, in uh, Talmudic law, Right. The rabbis explain that we're so holy that they don't have to participate in all the shit that men do, and so they're just excluded. But it's because they're more, <laughs> more holy than we are. Because they're already more holy. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Right. It's an interesting uh, little uh, piece of tortuosity there, isn't it? it it's. Uh... But, but in summary, a, a Jew is someone you want on your side, um, and ideally... Not an enemy. You don't want any Jews as enemies because, although right. we don't have the physical traits of some of the more superior races, right? We uh, we hold grudges, and we right? For for millennia, <laughs> for millennia, and rightfully so. Fuck that. I mean, people won't even leave us alone. Look, our little state of Israel. If a if a grudge is worth holding, 
it's worth holding for a thousand years. There's, that can't be argued, right? Revenge is the dishbuster of cold. That's our motto. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for you being with us, Ray. We appreciate your your participation on our latest installment of Ask a Jew. Wow. <clears throat> well, that was almost conclusive, wasn't it? Yeah. All I want to say is anybody who says I'm a human mammal or whatever he said, yeah. he's a lizard person. <laughs> if you have to say that you, you are... stipulate to mammalian. Yeah, you, you are a lizard person. Yeah. And you're a good point. one of the reptilians. Yep. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, maybe we ought to ask a reptilian at some point. We are, we're asking Jews. We're asking Jews and ask reptilians as well. You know, if we can just find one, that's kind of the problem. Yeah. They hide among us. We would probably have to call George Nori and uh, you know the guy that runs Coast to Coast. Oh, I love him. And and get him to set us up with a reptilian. Yep. To answer these questions. Yep. Well, let's see if you can get right on that. All right, we'll drive down to Austin and get uh, get our boy uh, Alex Joe? Jones. Oh, Alex Jones. Yep. Yeah. You think Alex knows <clears throat> reptilian? Oh yeah. I know somebody who knows somebody who knows Alex. That's Jones. That's not helpful. We could That's have had three Alex degrees Jones. of separation. We could have had Alex Jones on the show already. <clears throat> Thanks, Rusty. Rusty's just not. I, I, see, I suggested it like two years ago. No, you and got didn't. laughed at. I'll look it up. You did not. I did. Suggested that I talk to Alex. Jones. I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, should we answer a call before everybody hangs up on us? Well, I guess we probably should. All right. All right. Let me go ahead while I've got my earphone not jerked out of my head. I'll. Uh, I guess we ought to go ahead and start the body of the actual show here, which is the uh, live Q and A. The call in where you, the listening audience, contact us and ask us your questions. Uh, you know, pertinent or not, interesting or not, we'll just deal with everything we get. All right. Here we go. So let's try Ben Roberts for our first call. Ben, are you there? Hello. Hi, Ben. I'm here. Good, good, good. What's going on? Can you hear me? Sure can. Cool, man. Uh, if it makes y'all feel any better, I'm probably in the same group as you guys as far as getting my door kicked in by the ATF and all that stuff. Well, good. <laughs> At least we ought to make a club yeah. or something, right? It, yeah. yeah. I'm recruiting all the time, man. I'm trying to trying to grow the club. Well, good for you. Of course, you just told everybody in the ATF that there's a club now. so Yeah. That might yeah, well, there's not. The I mean, idea. it was just like a joke, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we're not serious about that, you guys in the well, there's, ATF. There's of course, about, there's 15 million people this is in the club. At satire. Least. We 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 love guys in the FBI. We love the ATF. We love the CIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency. We love everyone in authority. That's all we do is love authority. Okay, so before we, you know get interrupted by the fucking authorities here what is your question for us today so uh i remember a few shows ago you mentioned several books and names about economics and uh i know that you like thomas Sowell and friedman and all those types of guys sure 
And I was just curious, have you ever thought about doing one of the episodes just on economics and like economic systems? Because uh, I think I think like a long podcast would be cooler than just saying, you know, socialism bad, capitalism good, and that'd be the end of it. I think a longer thing would be cool. That's kind of out of our lane, as they say, though. Oh, when yeah. When has well, that ever stopped us from doing that? Well, I, you know, I, the lane. whole damn show, though, I mean, that'd be like us then having a, a, a show on uh, how to do crochet, you know? I, I think it's a great to, idea, personally. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, race car driving is not in digital our lane. photography, <laughs> that kind of, I mean, there's all kind of things we talk about that, that, uh, but, but I'm we, not qualified to address. But we get pretty political on here. Well, we do get political, but everybody's entitled to a political opinion. But I'm not an economist. You are entitled to an eco- economic opinion, though. I am. That's what you would be doing. <laughs> uh, well, all right. We'll talk about that. Okay? Okay. We'll give that some consideration. Um, uh, and and uh, But, man, uh, we, all, we have trouble getting people to listen already. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't know that it's going to do us any favors by going that far yeah, that, out in, you know, that's probably say, not a real field. So, yeah, that's probably not a, re- a really exciting topic for most people. No, most people don't give a shit about economics. They just right. know that, uh, you know, once you once you get into economics, the final discussion is that the government doesn't care about any of that shit. <laughs> the only thing they care about is being reelected, and there's not any point in discussing economics with them because they don't care about economics. They will run this thing right into the wall, and that's exactly what they're going to do. It's just a matter of when we get to the wall, and that's it, because they don't care. You know, when you, know, you, you talk about Joe Biden's 1.6 or 7, whatever it is, trillion dollar spending bill. That's just, money doesn't exist. But they're going to spend it anyway. And the fact that the system allows them to spend money that doesn't exist will at some point be a problem. And, I, you know, who do we go to for advice on that? Soul's 92, you know. I'd like to get Tom's take on how that's all going to end up before he leaves us but uh uh you think tom would come on the show on the show yeah he's scheduled for next week tom soul tom soul does he does he get on the radio and stuff anymore i don't know i don't either i don't hear him very often he usually is talking to important people not me so you know uh, but wouldn't that be interesting we tom soul on the radio that'd be pretty damn cool on the on the podcast that'd be pretty cool wouldn't it Telling his biggest fan wants him on the podcast, and he'd probably politely say, "No, I just don't have time. <laughs> I mean, I'm 92, shit, and I, I, I don't have time." And you'd have to respect that, wouldn't you? All right, man. Well, I'll take that into consideration. And thanks for your call. Okay. Yeah, sure, man. All right, later. All right. <clears throat> Now, that was a pretty good first call, wasn't it? Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. Very interesting. All right, who's next? Hello. Hello. 
Hey, this is Brian. I'm talking. About, I have a question about recovering and management. All right. I've just got a question. Like, let's say I don't have time to do, like, let's say the three sets of five for three di- three different exercises one day. Right. And if I do the squat one day, the deadlift another day, and the bench press on the third day, uh, but then of course you know back to doing the squat on that fourth day, does that have any like negative effect on recovery? Well, yeah. It will, because on the days you're supposed to be recovering, you're not recovering, you're training. All right. Now, a lot of people have that same problem, and the way that is typically addressed is to uh, either do two workouts the same day or to carefully structure your workout so that it doesn't take up as much time as doing it the normal way would so for example if you've only got like an hour and 15 minutes to train what you would do is you'd come in and load the squat bar do your empty sets of squats you know get warmed up do your first work set of squats and then you will you will go to a different station and set up your press and you'll do your press warm-ups you'll do two warm-ups and then you'll come back and do your next work set on the squat, and then and then you'll go do the rest of your press warm-ups. And when you're finished with your last press warm-up, you'll come back and do the third work set of squats. And now you're like take a five-minute break. Now you're ready to do your first work set of presses. Then you start you do the first work set of presses then you would do your deadlift warm-ups and you're not going to warm up to deadlift because you're already warm from the squat you're not going to warm up to deadlift much so for example you're going to do 405 for five on the deadlift today you do 135 two and a quarter for a triple 315 would be your third warm-up and then you probably go to 405 for the work set so you would do 135 two and a quarter between your press work sets then you do another press work set and then do your last warm-up on the deadlift 315 and you're then you're finished with your work sets on the presses and then you do your work set on the deadlift and you're through and you haven't spent that much time right And that's the best way to handle this. The advantage of that, too, is that by the time you get to the – if you do it that way, by the time you get to deadlifting, you don't need much warm-up. No, no. Because you never get cold. Well, yeah, and you put it on – if you put the deadlift on a second day, it's going to take you a full, what, 20, 30 minutes to get warmed up, you know? No, that's absolutely right. This is the way to save time over the week. Right, yeah. As well as saving time that day. Yep. So – I mean, you just got to get better at time management. There's there's a way to do this that doesn't involve departing that far from the program. Because if you start training every day, you're not doing a novice progression. You've I'll, got to get recovered. And th- there's also the consideration of what's important. If if it's really that important, you can car- carve out an hour and 15 minutes a, a day. Sure. How long does your workout if, take that you're running out of time? Is Like, do you have less than an hour? Uh, sometimes I uh, 
have less than two hours. I just oh, need yeah, a lot yeah. of for some reason. Yeah, you, don't need you, have, time to you got an hour and a half. You can do this what, without any trouble. The thing that people do is they take way too much time resting in between warm ups. So mm-hmm. that you know, is correct. <clears throat> your your LP workout shouldn't take two hours. Um, man, even if, even if you're taking ten minutes yeah, between work sets, yeah. of squats, they still shouldn't take two hours. Yeah. The, the whole workout hour and a half tops. Hours. You know. Yeah. But but you got to you got to be moving on your on your warm ups. It's no rest. Change the plates. Go. Maybe you take a couple minutes rest after your last warm up, uh, and then and then get all your rest during your work sets. Um, you'll be fine. You you get a whole workout done in ninety minutes. Max, easily, you know, easily, easily. <clears throat> yeah, get off so, get off Instagram and stuff because that just kills time. Yeah, you are. Uh, if you want to get on Instagram or you know. Uh, any of this other social media masturbation you're going to have to do that between your work sets not between right. your warm-ups exactly. okay exactly it's a black hole just kills time. oh shit yeah it's worse than porn yep well maybe not <laughs> i don't know it sure is easy to waste the so bottom line is, porn. Thank you. Sorry. hello hello Oh, I see. So, bottom line is, you can't get around the fact that a rest day must be a rest day. That yes, yes, ideally, yeah, for sure. Rest day has to be a rest day. Can't be another training day, or it's not a rest day. You got two kinds of days. Right. You got training days. You got rest days. And if you said you have less than two hours, you have enough time to get your workout in. You just right. got, you just got to go in with uh with some um yeah, steam. You got to get organized yeah. here. Now you're not doing something stupid like running or anything like that, are you? No, I stopped doing that ah, good. as soon as I figured out who you All right. Excellent. So, well, right. there you. you have it, man. Thanks for your call. Hello, you are on. Hey. Hey there. Hello. Hello. What's Hello. your name and where are you from? Um, I am Josh in uh, Kentucky. You're Josh in Kentucky. All right, Josh. Yeah. Well, talk to us. Um, I am about um, five eleven. They probably about about two fifteen, and my list is about uh, about the three sixty five squat. Plus is about uh, uh, two and quarter. Um, deadlift is about uh three thirty five, um, and my press is about uh, about a hundred um, thirty five, and and my bent uh, um, over row is about uh one eighty five. Now we don't um, care about your bent over row because you're doing that wrong if you're only doing one eighty five. Uh, what now? The bench is what. About uh, two two twenty five. Two twenty five bench. Your squat is three twenty five. Uh, it's a uh, three sixty five. Squats three sixty five, and your deadlift is three thirty five. If that's the case, you're squatting probably six or eight inches above parallel. If that's the case, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, I mean, with those numbers, something's wrong, right? Unless you've got like 
eight and a half inch long arms you know you, you something is incorrect about the way you're doing these exercises have you had your technique reviewed by a coach mm, no well that's kind of going to be important okay just out of curiosity though what was your question how to um, get my like, lifts up and should I uh, gain some weight and probably pop out uh, 40 pounds or something? Well, the first thing you need to do is get your squats deep. I mean, I have no explanation for the difference between your squat and your deadlift. Uh, mm. Besides, you're not squatting below parallel. So without that correction any other advice i can give you is irrelevant all right so what you need to do is see if you can figure out how to get on the website and post a video on the technique forum and let us look at your squats now when you take this video you're going to have to take it from the correct angle and all the instructions are on the technique forum up at the top you're going to film the thing on your phone and you're going to shoot it from an angle like where I would be standing at 45 degrees behind you so I could tell your depth, all right? But your numbers indicate something is profoundly wrong with the way you're approaching these lifts, so I need to see them, all right? So figure out yeah. how to do that and uh, – and get that done and let us know all right all right okay thanks for the call kentucky man kentucky <laughs> darkest kentucky right no no just get going order all right looks like we got Derek. maybe Derek, man you there yo yeah rip what's going hey, on can you hear me Sure can. Holy fuck, hey man! First of all, good, good to, good to finally talk to you, man. All right, question. Yeah. Um, so, I, a couple years ago, when I was being young and dumb, uh, younger I should say, um, I broke my forearm and my wrist and one clean swing on someone. Right. So you uh, did what? I broke my forearm and my wrist at the you same broke time. Both of the bones in your forearm. And. And yeah. your wrist. And what were you doing? I was at a concert, just, you know, beating people up and having fun. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I, I know. We've all been there. <laughs> Did you crowd kill someone? Yeah. Happens? <laughs> ab, ab, yeah, absolutely, Rusty. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so anyway. Uh, hey, how old are you? <clears throat> 12 um, I'm 30. Uh, you're 30. Dude, you're, you are 30, 30 and you're still beating you are people too up at a concert? To get in the pit anymore, this man. is this is <laughs> is this going to be a productive? That's call? that's a young man's game. <laughs> well, okay, so you, right. if you want to go back a little bit farther in high, in high school, sprain spine, two bruised vertebrae, and steering to my TA. I'm lucky to be walked, according to my doctors. And well, you guys know how that bullshit goes. Anyway, right, right. we're getting sidetracked. I got a question about power cleans. I have right. a really hard time getting into the position for them because my 
my flexibility is poor in my wrist and in my forearm. Yeah, I, I bet know it I is. I cannot do a proper... It is. And I, I cannot do... Who's time at the gym right now? My heart's pounding. Um, wow. I cannot do a proper NLP, um, you know, because, you know, no power cleans is not an NLP. I was wondering if there's any way to progressively work into the proper positioning or if you have any recommendations. Well, I'd uh, have to see your your wrist x-ray and uh, I'd have to know the actual physical details of... uh, Did they do surgery on your arm? Uh, No. I uh, was 21 at the time and I just kind of was fucking stupid about it and never uh, went and really got help with it. So one arm, like my left arm, my wrist bends pretty well. You you broke your forearm. You broke your ulna and radius and just just ran it off. Is that what you're? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was uh, working at a warehouse at the time and uh, wasn't involved with the best of things at the time, and uh, I kind of awesome. just fucking hit the bat on it. Well, you know, like, this guy sounds like uh, he ought to write us an article for the website <laughs> about his life. I mean, this is. All right. Well, so here. All right. All right. Here. Let's address your question. All right. I'm going to just assume that you are, in fact, so fucked up that you can't power clean. And I have no reason to doubt that because I think it would be I think it's obvious to everybody listening to us right now that you're pretty fucked up. All right. So this is what you're going to do instead of the power clean. You're going to do for light day pulling. You're going to do. 70 percent deadlifts you just go up to 70 percent and uh just do one set of five at 70 percent and call it a day and don't worry about doing cleans because if you fuck your wrist up again you're you're going to be in a situation where you can't run it off you're going to have to involve the surgeon all right so just leave that alone and gradually over the next maybe 15 or 20 years you'll be able to work into a power clean with with a proper amount of wrist extension because that's what's going on right now you haven't got any wrist extension and you can't catch the bar in the right place so i would just concentrate on doing light deadlifts on light day you do that if you want to beautiful if you want to i hesitate to say this but you could probably do some barbell rows just for a light day exercise barbell rows are not a substitute for cleans but since you can't do cleans go ahead and do those or the 70 percent but the 70 do what right 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 just because i was just gonna say i'd rather be doing the deadlifts because i've been i've been uh, utilizing you know the techniques that you teach in the Mm -hmm. blue book like i got i got i just pulled 600 at 240 which is okay, but no, not, that's a decent you know, not deadlift. great. <coughs> that's a decent deadlift. What's uh, your body weight? Right now, because I've been getting tattooed a lot, I, will, I weigh today into 217. Um, 217 with a 600 doing... deadlift. And, well, those yeah. are some anabolic-ass tattoos, aren't they? <laughs> uh, I got my entire torso redone. Wow. <laughs> Where do you live? What city are you in? Is he Quinn? Queens? Uh, I, uh, I I live in a shithole called Buffalo, New York, man. Oh, man. Mm. Buffalo, New York. 
That explains the mosh. Yeah, uh, that's where it's hey, nose. Der- Der- Derek, who, who yeah. were you? Uh, who were you seeing when you uh, crowd killed your arm to death? I declare war. Ah, uh, okay. That's the name of a group. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I declare war. Well, hopefully, he comes see us one day. Yeah. This guy sounds like a lot of fun. Well, Yo, he sounds um, like an I, interesting I, guy. I don't know about fun, but <laughs> he's I, I definitely guy. have uh, my girls. My girls planning for my birthday to uh, send me down actually to Wichita Falls. I'm hoping to. Uh, Get uh you know some coaching from either Nick or yourself, Rip. Nick, uh, I met D E D C seven one six dude on your Instagram. I know I talked. To you sometimes oh, got, there yeah, there. okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, oh, yeah, man. It doesn't look like you're going to be terribly difficult to recognize when you walk in the door. <laughs> so uh, when, a, when we see I you, we'll be sure and back. understand what's going on. All right. All right. Thanks, okay. Man. Thanks for the call. Let's keep it going. I think that I think this momentum we've created is is good. Capitalize on it. Capitalize on it. Ready? I think we got uh, Garrett. Garrett. Is that him? Yeah. You there, Garrett? Yeah. Hey, hey, Mark. Hey, man. I am. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, it's very, very, very nice of you to take the time to speak with me. Question for you. So I'm, I'm 54 taking time years to speak old. with everybody I'm, else. I'm, you're, <laughs> you're, you're no trouble. Well, I'm, well that's. Uh, well, I appreciate it. So right. at, the, at the age of 54, I've, I've, I've had two cervical fusions. I had them in my late 30s. I uh, blew a dip, C5, C6, mm-hmm. and then two years after that, C6, C7. Right. And as a result of that, I have, I'm right-handed, but my right arm is 20% weaker than my left. And I've never been able to fix that. Um, it's just, it is what it is. Sure. And then about a year and ago. That was not the result I, of the, that was probably not the result of the surgery. That was probably the result of the pathology that made the surgery necessary. All right. Because okay. when they do a cervical fusion, they, they take pressure off of the nerve root. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, that. You may be surprised. How long ago was the last operation? Uh, it's been over 10. It's been 14 years. 14 years. Well, 14. if it hadn't come yeah. back in 14 years, it's probably not going to. No, it's not coming. Nerves very no. slowly heal. And, uh, uh, I mean, very slowly, but 14 years is probably a little, little bit too long to yeah. expect. So, in other words, you've got an asymmetry in strength between right and left, all right? Correct. So, what you're going to have to do is you just lift lift as much as the weak arm allows. And don't worry about it, all right? Lift as much as the weak arm allows, because if you try to go ahead and push the strong arm past the weak arm then you're going to be in a dangerous asymmetry and you might hurt yourself so don't do that just keep the bar level press as much as you can with the bar level do the bench and the press this way okay and that's just how you have to do it you know there's no other choice my question to you then so I, I, you know, I've continued to lift, um, and and I love your your program. And so then I developed another issue with uh, between C seven C eight, and so then I started questioning. There's not a C eight. You, know, you mean T one? Well, C seven T one, correct? Yeah, C seven T one. And so, um, 
you know, so then I started questioning, you know, my approach, like for presses, do I, you know, do I just stop benching or, you know, should I switch to dumbbells or if I do, do bench, do I limit the weight because I only got so many discs left. Let's explore the situation here. What do you think is causing all these disc problems? What are you doing wrong? Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, I think it'd be a combination of age and, uh, you know, I've been lifting for, you know, since I've been, I don't know, 17, 18, you know, I used to put up respectable numbers. I can't, you know, I can't do it anymore. I've got a severe imbalance. I mean, I can't, I mean, the, the, what I can press anymore is, is laughable for my body weight. I mean, it just, I just can't move it. And and so I don't know what, what to do. I mean, I can still squat okay, um, but when it comes to a press movement, my right tricep is just considerably weaker than my left. Sure. And uh, and I just haven't been able to figure out how to resolve that. Well, I don't know that you can and, resolve uh, it. I mean, if this is yeah, a result yeah. of a neurological deficit uh, from uh, a collapsed disc on that nerve root mm-hmm. that required a fusion procedure the the nerve yeah. root may be damaged to the point that it it just you know isn't going to heal it okay and if that's the case yeah then you got to train around it so the question is is what are you going to do do you have more problem with the press or the bench when, it, when you say problem define problem do you mean because i don't feel pain right um, what do you mean by problem is is the is the asymmetry roughly the same when you do the press and when you do the bench i would say the asymmetry is more pronounced when i do a military press than it is when i bench okay so what do you think you can press for a set of five right now and finish the rep finish the last rep just tell me the number maybe 185 well that's not bad oh no 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 i'm sorry i was thinking bench when you said uh, so maybe uh, 95 pounds. So well, 25 then, is not 25 you, pounds. You, you go yeah. to 96 pounds, and then you go to 97 pounds, and then you go to 98 pounds, and 99 pounds, and you'll be able to make some progress, but you're going to have to respect the injury. You're not going to be able to make okay. progress like an 18-year-old kid was. You're a master's lifter. Right. You're old. You're beat up. You can still train. Yeah. In In – in the proper sense of the word training, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to cut yourself a little bit of slack and take smaller than smaller jumps than you're, you're interested in taking. Now that also is, uh, the practical reality of that is, is that you have to have extremely good control over the load on the bar. Where do you train at home or someplace else? at a gym local gym well you're going to have to have the same plates on the bar every time and you're probably do okay. they have do they have uh uh micro plates we call them less than two and a half no. plates. No. well you got to get a set of those no, and put and them in your gym bag all right and then you're going to have okay. to use the same bar every time you train the same base loading every time you train and then you're going to have to make a you. one pound jump with the plates you carry into the gym. Gotcha. Okay. 
Okay, because right. that yeah, if you that, can't control a one pound jump, you can't train with a one pound jump. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. you. You're gonna have to make some plans on that. Uh, the same holds true for your bench press. Now you're not doing a high bar squat, are you? No, not, no, all right, not at all. All right, what is does the no. deadlift hurt? It, it doesn't hurt, but I'm nervous at times pulling just because of the uh, aggravating. Um, but the reality is, is when I blown my disc, it was uh, the second time I did it, I was benching. First time I did it, I was doing a push up. Mm-hmm. So it's the press movements is when I've caused the the injuries. Um, but, so my deadlift is not as good as my squat, but no, no it the, does not. The hurt deadlift the is an isometric stress on on the traps in those structures and you shouldn't have any problems with your deadlift at all uh i remember when uh uh, when i had my fusion back in 99 uh i was my deadlift was back deadlift and squat were back to pre-surgery levels probably within three or four weeks I don't, I don't okay. remember having any trouble with, with deadlifts and pulls at all after my C6-7 fusion. Uh, gotcha. I, I just don't jerk shit around. Now, you obviously can't clean, all right? Correct. You can't do cleans or snatches with, with this kind of a medical history. All right, so that's not an option for you, but you don't care about that anyway. Uh, you might... No. Think about adding some rack pulls just to shorten the range of motion of the pull a little bit. Uh, like every other time, rack pull, alternate rack pulls and deadlifts off the floor, something like that. Uh, but if you uh, – the question of, of how to press and bench press, you're 57 and you don't care about having a big bench anymore. It's not relevant to you. All right? Right. Uh, you've got injuries to deal with you just care about not being dead all right so you you have to approach the bench press and the press realistically and that means lighter weights and it means smaller jumps on your training increases okay okay all right i really appreciate your time okay sure thanks for the call all right okay all right. So, so we got John. Hello. John is on the phone. John, what's happening? How you doing, Rip? Good, man. What's happening? Nice talking to you again. Now, I had a question about programming. Mm-hmm. I'm 52, and I talked to you before, and you you were telling me that I needed to lower my volume, which I've done. But I've been doing basically a four-day split, and the first day, like yesterday, I did five sets of five. At 325, or 225, or sorry, 235. So when I come back at the end of the week, I'm going to try to do three sets of three at 270. On what lift? You squat. You're squatting squat. 225 for five sets of five. I did 235, five sets of five. 235. For my volume. So when I come back at the end of the week, I'm going to try and do 270. Three sets of three because the last time I did two sixty five and I was able to do three sets of three. But I was thinking about right, well, let me ask you a question. Kind of like a Texas. How, you're fifty two. How tall are you? Six two. And what's your body weight? Around just under two twenty right now. Well, 
those aren't big heavy weights. Um, yeah, you know what happened, Rip? I was about a year ago when I got before I got COVID. I was about I was squatting two ninety five when I was progressing, and then I got fucking COVID and I got weak as fuck. And it's been taking me a long time to get my strength back up. But yeah, those numbers are not very good. No, I know that. But I, but what I'm what I'm referring to with respect to your numbers are. I don't know that you ought to be doing anything but a, a novice progression. I don't. I don't see any point in doing five sets of five across with two thirty-five when you could be doing three sets well, of five and going up five pounds of workout, which is what you ought to be doing because that's a better use of your time in the gym. Three days in the gym instead of four days, I- and just redo your novice progression and get your numbers back up to at where least, they need to be at least until you get back to where you were before you got sick and uh, you'll and you'll probably go well beyond that is the thing probably go well beyond that right. especially well, if you let your body weight go on up you're you're six to 225 and uh, you know at six two you can carry 275 as a muscular male you know uh, i'd say you're artificially underweight right now but i i don't see the point lanky do what i've always been kind of skinny and lanky basically yeah and we're trying to get 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 you past that yeah i'm getting muscle now that i never had i'm stronger now even though i'm still kind of weak but i'm stronger than i've ever been actually Mm -hmm. which is not saying much but but uh, how old are you 52 did you say yeah, I'm 52. Are you taking testosterone replacement therapy? Yeah, because of one of your podcasts, good. I'm on TRT, yeah. All right, good. So this is what you – I think this is the best thing you can do, okay? I think you need to go back to a three-day-a-week novice program. And at 52, it may be that you can't do three sets of five squats. It might be that two sets of five squats would work just fine, Okay. But I think you need to go back and start at your 235. You're doing five sets of five at 235. Uh, Next workout, do two sets of five at 240. And then two sets of five at 245. And then two sets of five at 250. And go on up from there, five pounds at a time, just like you're a novice. Because right now... I I don't see any point at all in you doing 235 for five sets of five. At your age, your height, and your body weight, I see no point in that whatsoever. And I think it's it's costing you you time here. Do you think two days of recovery is enough at my age? Probably. You might want to get real novel about it and not do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You might want to go something like Monday, Thursday, rest Friday and Saturday, and then go Sunday, and then rest Monday and Tuesday, and then go Wednesday. In other words, two on, one off. I'm sorry, one on, two off. So stagger your workout schedule like that, and that'll that give you the nice. opportunity right. to get recovered. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was going to say that my wife started lifting. We went down to see Grant to his lifting camp, and she's 62. And it's amazing that the NLP works. I mean, she's 
putting their numbers up, you know what I mean? It, it, the so, NLP always works. Works for everybody. Works for everybody. Just yeah. has to be tailored to to the capacity of the individual doing it because it, it, it always works. You know, you just yeah. go up a little bit every time and keep the sets and reps the same. Go up in a little bit in weight, and that will always work, and it will work for you too. All right. So, yeah, so de- you need to uncomplicate this whole situation. All right. You need to come into the gym three days a week and do three exercises and make the damn things go up. And then you need to go home and you need to eat more food than you want to. And luckily, I have a home gym. So you got a home gym, so you don't have to go home and eat. You can, but don't yeah. eat till you get through training. Okay. That's that's bad. Oh, yeah. Don't eat spaghetti and eat try to deadlift, all right? <laughs> right. All right. <clears throat> all right, Speaking man. The deadlift, I've been lagging. Do what? Is he still there? I said, speaking of the deadlift, oh, I haven't okay. been doing the deadlift because I thought it was hurting my squat, but uh, I need to start doing that. Wait. Damn it. Just when I thought we were making we were almost progress. Done. We were almost done. And you hadn't been deadlifting because you thought it was going to hurt your squat? <laughs> yeah, because have I don't you, know, man. I feel. Have you read I can't the book? even hit 400. I think I did 395, and I'm trying to hit 400. Have you read the and book? And I started to get these please, please tell us that Grant Brogy told you uh, that was okay to do. Did well, I didn't tell him about that. Oh, damn. You neglected to that. tell him about that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to have him uh, call Brent and uh, Grant and and tell him to start asking more questions. <laughs> Ask if people are deadlifting. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. You need to go back and do the novice progression. You have read the book. You, yeah, I, you, you well, have read I the, have book, the book, right? I read most. You read most of the book. He left out the part about the deadlift. Yeah, he he didn't read the deadlift chapter, apparently. All right. right. Oh, shit. All right. All right, you got some shit to fix, all right? All right, but eat more, all All right? right. Okay, good. Thanks for the call. All right, thanks, Rip. All right. All right, bye-bye. Awesome. Well, you know. All right. Let's... Sally forth. All right. Sallying forth. Oop, missed. There we go. Hello, Chase. Are you there? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, man. What's happening? Nothing much. This is uh, Chase from Louisville. I was calling to ask uh, Mark's opinion on the Mars bar for people that actually need it with the shoulder problems. You talk about the chocolate thing or... (laughs) Or, no, uh, no. <laughs> I'm talking about the uh, the safety squat bar. I've seen a few of them in y'all's uh, franchise gyms. Which one's the Mars bar? Is that the one with the big curve where it, you it goes low on your back? Yeah, the one that yeah it lets you do the low bar a little little bit better than the uh, regular safety squat bar. Have you seen that one? No, more of a low. So you know, a safety squat bar, but but it's got a it, it's like a yoke, so it sits, <coughs> so it gets the bar low on your back. Puts it in a low right. bar position. Puts it in a low bar position. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, if you can actually hold it there, the the problem with all of those goofy ass non barbell bars is that they alter your back angle. Now, if you can make the Mars bar work 
like a barbell, then fine, go ahead and do it. But I'm curious as to why you're using that instead of a barbell. Well, I ain't going to use it. I've got it for one of my trainees, a 67-year-old man. He can't uh, get his arms back up on the straight bar. Well, that's fine for a guy like that, but uh, you're not using it yourself, are you? No, no. So your question is about one of your master's clients that 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 need that's got shoulder mobility problems sure that's fine what does it weigh because that's always the downside they're usually real damn heavy is yeah it, is the mars bar might be uh, 75 pounds or 65. something 65 yeah well he's that's fine if he yeah. can train with weights he can use a 65 pound bar that's fine no i don't well, have a problem with that in a situation where it's a, a matter of an old guy squatting or an old guy not squatting then we always default toward the squat so no he's fine have right. him do that that's that's great you know copy that cool yeah the other thing is they're expensive cool. as Thank shit you. are they yeah those things are yeah 600 700 bucks it's 800 bucks 800 800 dollars yeah yeah they're expensive well the safety squat bar i got now i got for like 250 but it's more of a high bar position and yeah. i want them to be in more they of a low bar are. position really high yeah yeah all right well you know, it, that thing will amortize if you have uh, an older clientele that you're coaching, you know. But $800 is a big-ass investment for one client, you know. It's going to take yeah, a while for him to pay for that. Do what? <laughs> you say he's gonna be I'll be training people though. forever. So well, I good. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'll you know, yeah. someone. I'd go ahead and get the damn thing then. I mean, let us know how you think it works. You know, and maybe we'll see you at a seminar one of these days, huh? Definitely. Definitely going to come out soon. All right. Cool. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. All right. Bye. Yep. All right. Hello. I heard somebody. Jamal. Jamal. We pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, right on the nose. Jamal. Well, thanks for the call, man. What can we do for you today? Um, so kind of a a crazy question. Like if you guys were going to build like a badass, what would that look like? Would it be like a John Wick? What skills do you think would make somebody a badass? Or if John Wick's not the guy, uh, somebody from history, who do you think is a badass? Well, Billy Wall is a badass. Billy Wall, Billy Wall is the baddest ass I know of. Uh, Chuck Yeager was a bad motherfucker. Uh, Buzz Aldrin. Now, there's a human male. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, yeah. is it the skill set that makes him a badass? Like, and I'm trying to connect this to your two-factor model of training versus <laughs> practice. So, I mean, is there an aspect of these people were like strong and super like skilled in their respective fields, or is it just like the courage that made them? Well, it's. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll, in my opinion, okay, there are badasses who are born that way, right? There are there are guys that have just grown up and never been intimidated by anybody or anything due to. Uh, 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 an appreciation of their own ability. They've never allowed anybody to tell them 
that they can't do things. All right? Because if you let people tell you you can't do things and you, you listen to it and you don't try, then you don't know. Okay? But one of the most important things about what we do here is that we don't use RPE. <laughs> All right? <laughs> RPE is your perception of how hard something is. And one of the most important things that you can learn under the barbell is that your perception of how hard something is usually bears no resemblance to the reality of the situation. Okay? Now, this is always the case and this is the case for old experienced guys like me and it's certainly the case for young guys without experience all right so in other words starting strength you know in order to uh, to uh, assign a level of appreciation to what we do here that's beyond just physical strength all right here's the situation you get under the bar for your oh uh, set a squat work set and you've been training about eight months and it's getting real heavy you're up in the high threes low 400s and you're doing you're doing three sets of five say 395s on the bar right and 390 last week was heavy 395 today is is heavy and you do the first set of five the fifth reps hard you do the second set of five. Fifth rep is hard. Now you take the third rep, the third set of five out of the rack, 395, and you get down to the fourth rep of that thing. And you don't know whether you can do 395 or not. Now, there's 395 pounds on your back, damn near 400 pounds on your back. What are you going to do? Are you going to are you going to be afraid of that and not do it? Are you going to be afraid of that and put it up? Or are you going to try? Now, think about this. You have been doing this for eight months, and every time you have done it in the past, you have been successful in completing the fifth rep of the third work set of squats. But today, it's, it's heavy. But it was heavy at 390. It's, it's been heavy every time you've done it. It's been heavy. And your experience tells you that you can do it. So if your subjective perception enters into this at all, that's not useful information. It's just not useful. In other words, over the eight months, you have learned to have some balls about you. You've learned that you can do this, and you can do it. All right? So you take the fifth rep of the third set down to the bottom. You rebound out of the bottom, and you squat it. And then you put it up. And you've, now you've learned something. You've learned something again because you've learned something every time you've done this. This process generates results. 
The process generates results. And I'll bet you that Billy Wall learned what he knows about himself that same way. All right. Those of you who don't know who Billy Wall is, this guy's remarkable. He's a remarkable person. And uh, there's been no badder a motherfucker live in the history of the human race than Billy Wall. Look him up. Annie Jacobson's book, which one was that? That uh, talks about him. Surprise, kill, vanish. Surprise, vanish, kill, I think. Surprise, kill, vanish. Surprise, kill, vanish. That's the order. <laughs> That's the, the order of events. There's also a bunch of stuff on him in the uh, in a book called uh, SOG, S-O-G. So nice. look, look him up. But, but if you want to be a bad motherfucker, there's not a better way to get yourself headed in that direction than to just make sure that whenever you have a decision to make about whether to do something hard, you do it. You teach yourself that you can. Because if you are adequately prepared by the process, then you can do it. All right. Now, there'll be a point at which you miss that last rep. Okay? But until that happens, your default assumption must be, it must be that I can do this. All right? Because that's what's Damn, happened. That's what's happened every time before. That's the data. All right. The data says you can do it, doesn't it? So you do it. And you don't question yourself. You just have some balls about you and you do it because you've learned that that process works. And the best I can advise the best advice I can give you about learning to be a badass is to do not set boundaries for yourself do not assume there are things you cannot do until you try because that's what all of these guys have in common mm. that's what aldrin and jaeger and wall all have in common is they pushed the envelope that's where they lived is at the edge of the envelope and that's what bad motherfuckers do okay all right. Good question. Thanks for the call. All right. Bye. <laughs> Can't wait to see what Jamal does with that, man. Well, I hope he <clears throat> learns from it. How many we got left? We're going to do one more. Let's uh, do one more. Yeah, we're at hour and 30 right now. Yeah, that's long enough. Uh, this right. is going to be – where is it? It's at the bottom. This is uh, Morgan. Wants to talk about Deadwood. Morgan, my man. Thanks for the call. Hey, you're the last one on the show today. How about that? Make it good. Hey, last one, right. best one. Hey, well, hey, I've been watching that Deadwood series. I'm about halfway through season two. Man, it's good. I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, I, and I've said this a hundred thousand times. There is nothing that's ever been on TV that's any better than Deadwood. I mean, I've watched that whole series three, no, five times. Five times all the way through. The acting is astonishing. It's astonishing. The scripts are astonishing. There's nothing that even comes close to it. And you'll get into the you'll get to the end of the third season and you'll think, what are these suicidal motherfuckers doing to themselves by canceling 
the most brilliant thing that's ever been on television. You know? Yeah, I was disappointed. Only three seasons when I got into it. I'm like, man, no, come on. Yeah, I know. It's, it's 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 frustrating. There is a there is a scene, and I believe that this is ends up being about halfway through the third season. There's a there's a the 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 episode is uh, about uh, as as weird as this sounds. The town is going to put on a talent show. A guy's come into town that runs a runs a show, and it's it's the guy's played by Brian Cox, in fact, and uh, mm-hmm. famous actor Brian Cox, and he shows up in this thing, and they've got a they've got a talent show, and it's all outside. Al Swearingen is in the bar by himself and there is about there is a there's a little scene (coughs) in there he's in the bar all by himself and uh and he uh he re he does this little soliloquy kind of a thing and it just no spoilers no 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 spoilers it's just it just and this is just a comment on on uh Ian McShane's performance. The guy is this thing will just make your jaw drop how good he is in this role. And you'll know it when I when I when you get there you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. The the goddamn guy is is it it's it's really an amazing show. It really, really is, and I'm glad you're enjoying it because that means that you're a relatively intelligent individual. You know, I don't, I don't know anybody. You know, I don't associate with people that don't like Deadwood. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good well, weeding. Mechanism. I'll tell you what. Uh, I've been talking to Brent Carter, trying to get in on the apprenticeship program. I mean, yep. I'm a big bourbon guy. Yep. Uh, hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll fit Great right in. Life. You've even got all our bad habits. How about that? What season was the uh, was that scene in? Was it two? I think it was in the third season. Third season. I think it was in the third season, and it seems like it's about not quite halfway through the the third season. It's a great show. And uh, oh yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show. So. Those of you that have I mean, not watched I, I Deadwood, buy all three seasons and watch them. It will be worth your time if you are capable of being entertained at a little bit higher level. Then you will enjoy this. You'll enjoy this series. Okay. Oh, I've fallen asleep in my chair three or four nights in a row <laughs> watching that show. How can you fall asleep uh, watching Deadwood? You must have fallen asleep uh, after it was over. Because it, it, it's usually about 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, right. Well, uh, that, yeah, that means you I'm just have to with. restart the next one the next night and start there and go back forward. I do that all the time. That's exactly it. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks sir. Yep. What a wonderfully productive call-in. That was an excellent show. They just keep getting better, you know. They do. They do. Audio problems aside, we've just this is a real good way to do this. We get to talk to good people and to answer questions, and the questions are all over the place, and that's that's good. That's that's a recipe for good podcasting, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> it is. 
good <laughs> podcasting. The Good Podcasting Institute. Wasn't there such a thing as the Good Housekeeping Institute? That sounds like it, like a thing. I think it was a thing. So this is the it good. Like a thing, yeah. We subscribe to the Good Podcasting Institute's criteria for good podcast. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thank you guys for calling us today. Hope uh, those of you that didn't call in kind of feel bad about that. <laughs> All right. Maybe you'll get up off your asses and call us next time we do a live Q&A here on Starting Strength Radio. We'll see you next time.